What? Your guests, they customarily enter through the door. Uh, uh, no, but you can if you want. I would like that. Okay, sounds um, good. I'm going to do that. All right. So just yeah, I'll just I'll just intro it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to the Outlook Industries podcast. I hope you guys have been enjoying the podcasts. I'm back here in the studio. It's your host Trevor Johnson. Here we are today. I have a pretty interesting guest. He uh, he told me that he wanted to go by Walden. So uh, you can enter now, Walden. How's it going? It's, it's fine, thanks. Um, yeah. Sorry, I don't... You, you... I'll show my hand. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it's super nice to, to have you. I'm yes. glad you were yeah. able to come. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, so, I don't so know much... One, one second, I'm, I'm just going to adjust this mic here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Whatever, whatever works for you. These are such odd instruments, aren't they? They are pretty interesting. I don't, I don't know much about them, but yeah. Um, so uh, what do you what do you do, Walden? <laughs> One moment. <clears throat> um, yeah, I. Uh, how do you describe what an intellectual does? That I, is, I don't know. I, I guess an intellectual. Do you study things? I would define it more as. <sighs> a way for someone with immense pain to speak about who they are. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, so how did you become an intellectual? Like, what was your journey? Like, what was your childhood? Like, I grew up in South Massachusetts where I did a lot of reading. Um, I, uh, had two parents, um, one male, one female, and I became a drug addict. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, we shouldn't laugh about that. That's no, not, that's no, not that's pretty not, serious. <clears throat> but. Yeah, especially in Massachusetts. Yeah. How whole? What? What? Um, how, how? What? <laughs> how was your journey? Like my journey? Yeah. Are you still a drug a- drug addict? <laughs> Do you like go to rehab? Yes. Or? No, I am still very much a drug a- drug addict. Um, I see that you uh, brought some books yes, today. What? Yes, we'll get to those later. Okay. Um, I, I I like your jacket. Is there a story behind your jacket? So, let me ask you this. You do this often, right? Uh, yeah, pretty regularly, those, like twice those a week. Those are the questions you ask me. Uh, yeah. And well, you, I'm you just knew, trying to start a conversation. You knew an intellectual was going to come on your show. Okay. Okay. Fine. What What are your views on like quantum physics? Quantum physics. Oh. Obviously, you're an intellectual. See, so yes. We're gonna now go to we're getting topics. to the real topics. Um, it seems to me that every turn in the universe, as in every quantum turn, creates a wormhole. Yes. Yeah. You'd agree. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, you've read Dawkins. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Um, so what, what's Dawkins? <laughs> no that that's fine i'll explain them um yeah. so do you know what evolution is I, I do know what evolution is he talked about that idea after darwin created it oh yeah okay. so yeah and then he went on to talk about physics as well so i don't know who made the theories but 
I regurgitate basically what he says um, verbatim. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so any two points in space has no space at all. Yeah, I, I guess. Two points in space have no space at all? Like they're they're connected? Is, are you talking... That'd be a wormhole, right? Yes. So you're talking like bending fabric of time, right? Right. But not every two point is has no distance. Exactly. So when we talk about humans existing in this space, we feel so divided and separated by matter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is if you can fold those two halves together world peace oh well yeah i I guess i don't know how quantum physics and world peace and i wouldn't expect you to but um i think it's time we move on to the books this is obviously some heady um well, before, you, before you go to the books, I, ha- I have one more question for oh, you. of course. Yeah, I was just kind of wondering what your thoughts were on, like, consciousness. Because obviously, as an intellectual, you think a lot about, like, right. thinking. Yeah, I, that is one part I have not thought about as much. Um, <laughs> How do you be I've intellectual never and not think about... I've actually contemplated my existence before. Oh, you just exist? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be. I don't even know how to go on from that. Right. <laughs> like, well, guys, uh, today I have a uh, Griffin White on the podcast. Uh, we wanted to do kind of a skit uh, randomly, <laughs> so he's like, "I'm gonna be Walden," and so there we were. So, so welcome, Griffin White, to uh, the podcast. What up? If uh, anybody doesn't know, he made like the intro. It's the Outlook Podcast. Who are you at the Outlook Podcast? Just as good for you. We're talking to cool people. Intro for this this podcast, I guess, like the music behind it. He's a producer and does a lot of that stuff. So, yeah, about time I had you on here. It took, I don't know why it took like 25 episodes to get you on here, but here we are. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, um, so. <laughs> I'm still in the character. I know, I was going to say, I was like, it's going to be hard to like change character. I got to break out now. Um, yeah, what's so, going on? Yeah, not a whole lot. Just, I don't know. <laughs> trying to figure out this new equipment because right. getting getting her done. But uh, yeah, that was that was interesting. But yeah, I might lean back a little bit. It's yeah, kinda... go for it, man. I will. I will make sure that the camera is good. Uh, Hell yeah! But while I'm doing that, do you want to tell them like who you are, what you do, kind of the the basic kind of stuff? <laughs> Round two. So in real life, I'm also an intellectual, but uh, I also produce music. Uh, so basically, a lot of uh, you know, I'll take the hat off. Production um, and things. Yeah. How did I... you get into production? Uh, I started doing it when I was like 15. Uh, my brother bought this little NPC MIDI thing, you know? Oh yeah. It was like, uh, you, you know, kind of play drums on it. It's like 16 pads, you know? Um, and yeah, so I started playing around with that like way more than he did. 
and then I just really enjoyed it. So I just kept doing it throughout high school, started making a bunch of beats, you know, working with like a bunch of rappers at my high school. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah. Um, shout out G riff. Shout on, uh, out G riff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, his SoundCloud. So go check it out. He makes a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. And, uh, I just remember back, back in high school before I really knew you, cause I, I met Griffin in college at university of Wyoming. Um, but there was this concert with you and Nezzy and a bunch of people oh, yeah. from South Dakota that I missed out on. And I was really upset about that, but that would have been so sick. Good times. Good times. Cause yeah, I, I don't know how you'd be live, but I'm sure it'd be sick. So I go hard live. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like screaming in the mic the whole time. So, uh, <laughs> I guess we kind of start like you grew up in Rapid City, South Dakota, obviously. Yes. Um, what kind of was your childhood like and like what's kind of your story i guess you know that's like a weird question because like i always i never have that prepared you know what i mean yeah but, no, you're uh, not supposed to oh true <laughs> <laughs> i feel like a lot of people do though um but yeah i uh grew up i played tennis a little bit uh i guess i remember how'd, I was you, like, how'd you get in tennis <laughs> my mom signed me up <laughs> there you go. did you play any did you play any other sports Arrowhead. uh no but uh i don't know i feel like as a kid i don't know if i do this now still but like i was always trying to act like way older you know what i mean than i was yeah. like I, I guess every kid is but like what i would do instead of like actually saying things that were smart i'd just like take the aesthetic of like how they said it you know yeah like and it just wouldn't make any sense you know i'd just be like man the traffic out here is just crazy yeah. and like there's just no traffic you know i don't know i was yeah. just like i was just always doing that and so i think it like <laughs> it's just weird because i feel like i always had i had like an imposter syndrome up until i was like 14 you know and then i was yeah. like oh, i don't really need to do that like <laughs> you were just trying to sound smart <laughs> yeah I, was like, I can just yeah just be an idiot and then I, I've been rolling on that ideology ever since. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> I guess that works. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how did you kind of end up at University of Wyoming and uh, the kind of like college thing? How has your journey been that way? Uh, oh, yeah. So I don't know. I graduated high school and I had like no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Right. You know, as a yeah. lot of people do. <laughs> um, and so. I took like a semester off to like travel a little bit, you know, went to like Spain, Italy, you know, whatever, came back and I was like, dang, I still have no idea what I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) The traveling thing does not help. I mean, you should all travel. It's like a really cool experience, but like, you're not going to figure out what you want to do. You're not going to figure it out on the trip. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Uh, Yeah. So. So then how unless, you unless you like do it on the trip, like maybe I think there's some like artists, you know, like they draw and stuff like on the trip and they're like, wow, this is my calling maybe. But like me, no, nah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I understand that. You just, you needed to travel and take that gap semester. Yeah, which, I think I just needed the time. Yeah. And then how did you end up deciding to go to Wyoming? Uh, honestly, it was like between like MSU and Wyoming, uh, because, I don't know, those schools just seemed appealing to me. Same. And then <laughs> everyone I knew was going to Montana. So I'm like, I just don't really feel like seeing everyone still, you know. Yeah. I just kind of want to go somewhere else instead. And I chose Laramie. 
and it was a good and bad decision because like on one hand like bozeman is like way cooler (laughs) yep (laughs) but on the other hand like i feel like i met cool people i met you yeah you know what i'm saying like and uh yeah i don't know like where i am now i kind of i'm kind of glad like i feel like if i were in bozeman if i went to bozeman i'd probably be like doing some like other degree you know that's like yeah. not music <laughs> yeah no because now you're going to uh berkeley right yeah i'm just taking doing classes like, through berkeley yeah i'm just doing on- big online school and stuff yeah what are you doing for your program there uh, i'm doing a degree a bachelor's degree in music production uh, music production guy. yeah so how did you end up on that just doing stuff with tiffany um or just working on your own stuff or yeah basically yeah so i met you right yeah and then like that summer after we met like yeah you introduced me to tiffany and we started making music and that kind of like i'm like oh man you know i can yeah. make money on this like, yeah if i just like work hard on this like i can do this you know and yeah. like i was like oh if i actually find like artists like tiffany and like other people who are like you know care about what they do you know and are like good at it <laughs> And they're, they're willing to, to pay you for exactly. it, which is crazy when you're like working on it yourself and you like mm-hmm. are in your basement making beats or whatever. And you're like, oh, like it's all right, but it's yeah. not that good. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, we'll pay you like 50 to a hundred dollars an hour to do this. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I could yeah. actually make money doing that. Yeah. Sick. Like, like, I can <laughs> actually make a living. This is a career. And I think I learned like from like doing other jobs, like <laughs> I just suck at other jobs you know what i mean i am (laughs) the worst like i worked at harry and oak for a while i worked at a golf course for a while and like i don't know why just like moving things like or just like any kind of like (laughs) thing that takes like spatial reasoning i feel like i just suck at you know or like anything that like has like time constraints like i'm just (laughs) i don't know i just i'm just i just feel like such a like a klutz at a job you know what i mean yeah (laughs) Yeah, like a regular job Maybe it's because, like, I put pressure on myself. I don't know. Are you just, like, not interested in other jobs? Or is it just, like, you can't, like, you just don't want to be there or you don't want to work on it? It's not like I don't want to be there. It's just, like, like, every time I have, like, a job that, like, I don't like, I feel just so dumb. Like, I feel like I, like, have, like, an 80 IQ. Yep. You know? (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And so, yeah, I like to not feel like an idiot you know yeah yeah no it's those minimum wage jobs for sure they like it's draining yeah just like mentally draining because you're like what you're doing takes like no mental effort right it's just like busy work so um it's what other people don't want to do that's why it's a job so (laughs) it's more fun to do something that you're passionate about and that takes thinking and creativity Mm -hmm. which is where a lot of us in our friend group are is like we want those creative careers so yeah i think that's super exciting for you i guess um but how have you kind of taken what you've learned through the past couple years as far as music production and turned it into like more of a job because you're working with some other rappers around here right Right, how do you like go about like finding people like that honestly like luckily it's kind of come organically you know yeah like i just there's people i've met from the past like i knew in high school and then like or like i met you know later um and like they just follow me on snapchat they'll see like i'm making beats and stuff and they know i know how to record yeah and uh then like paul wolf 
I don't know if you know him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he kind of hit me up, like, and told me, you know, yo, you should work at my studio, like, and just kind of... Oh, nice. ...produce for some people and, like, help record. And I was like, okay, yeah. And so I think, like, compared to a lot of people, like, I can make them sound pretty good, you yeah. know? in rapid like in for as far as rapid city goes I, I can make people sound pretty good i think you know <laughs> well it's it's awesome because you've had so many opportunities to work with so many different genres yeah that you know things from different genres that some people if they're just doing rap or just doing mm. rock or something like that they they don't really they have that only that mindset so they don't yeah. know how to like add creativity and more production quality to it yeah which is crazy but the craziest thing for me just watching you and, and tiffany as you guys have worked is it's like you guys have gotten so much better at just figuring out what sounds good and what mm -hmm. will sound good on different like speakers and just oh, yeah. production and stuff like that which is really it was a cool journey to watch and if anybody doesn't know who tiffany johnson is that's my sister she uh mm -hmm. she makes music like singer songwriter stuff and uh when I met Griffin, I knew that he made beats and I was like, oh, he could totally produce her stuff because she was working with some other people around here and they just like were not it. I was not right. impressed. Gotcha. So I thought it'd be better if you did it this way for sure. Um, what do you kind of see as your future in music production? And where um, do you want to see yourself like five, ten years down the line? Honestly, I just want to be like, like my goals are not big at all. And like, that's fine because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know once i get to the goal i'll set a bigger one but for now it's just like yeah try to make a living like actual living off what i do you know yeah. what i mean like <laughs> try to make enough to like feed myself you know and, like have pay rent everything healthcare, all that you know yeah of course <laughs> have you thought about a plan on how to get that done or do you like is there someone you somewhere you want to move or somebody you want to yeah, work I've, with i've been thinking to like a move into la and stuff and portland possibly yeah, yeah. just because i think there's i mean obviously there's way more of a scene than there is there than there is in rapid you know well yeah of course <laughs> yeah there's more of a scene pretty much anywhere than there is in <laughs> right? rapid yeah but no, I think that would be good for you. You're going down there to visit your aunt, right, here soon? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I'm going to stay down there for a week or so. I don't know how long, but okay. yeah, check it out for a little while. Yeah, awesome. So kind of as far as other people getting into music production, getting into music, what have you learned that is advice for other people that may be looking to get into it? Uh, what is advice for other people looking to get into it? Like, what did you learn like right away or recently um sorry can you ask that again i, I don't know why i just like kind no of you're good on that. um basically what i'm asking is like for other I, people who are looking to get into it right what was kind of the the first advice that you would give them if they're like oh how do i make a beat or how mm -hmm. do i start a track uh i mean obviously you just have to get like a laptop that's like <laughs> number one but uh yeah, I just, I don't know, just YouTube is your friend. Like, if you want to do anything, you can do it. You know, yeah. it's like, you have the internet. Uh, I, if you don't have an internet connection, I'm sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> you should have one. Well, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You wouldn't you be didn't. listening to this podcast. Yeah, you could, yeah. I have a lot of people, like, hit me up to, like, ask me how to make beats, and I'm like, bro, I had to learn through YouTube, like, <laughs> for, like, a long time. Yeah. Just go through, like, I can teach you stuff, like, once you get to, like, a level where you can, like, you know, like you've been, you get to yeah. like a certain level where you like can make like a decent beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, um, but 
do yeah. you tell people to sample or do you tell people like do you start with drums or melodies oh, or that all depends like i feel like a long like back when i started it was like melody you know first and then i had like a good like two three years where i just like always started with drums yeah i think just get like starting with like having that um mindset where like this is how you start a track always kind of boxes you in so i feel like you should yeah. just not do that you know always just have like just like you know what your the music you like sounds like yeah and so just try to start with like the best aspects of that and then and then work build from around that build around that yeah what have you noticed in like the music industry that you don't like or that you want changed or that like is kind of hard um i think finding people who are like you know legitimate you know i feel like most of the people that like reach out to you or like um you know try to like do are trying to like get something out of you or like do something like a lot of them you know yeah kind of jerks or like assholes you know or yeah. like they just like don't actually have any like experience you know <laughs> uh so that's like one problem with the music industry i'd say also just like the saturation of it is just daunting like mm -hmm. There's, like, more of a demand for content than ever before, but there's also just, like, way more people pushing out content than ever before, and that's just kind of freaky. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, man, how do I compete with, like, however million, however many million of, millions of people are making music, you know? Yeah, it's, it's also kind of interesting when you get into it a little bit more. What I've noticed in industries like that is there's not as many people as you think there are yeah, I'm on just, the outside. Like yeah. when you start getting into like the people who are actually doing stuff in the industry, it's like kind of a small circle. Maybe for scootering, bro, the music industry is like... No, the, the music industry is way <laughs> bigger, but right. there's also everybody in the world listens to music. That's very true, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know, this is a bad example, but it's like I was selling at Shields, right? And right we would have our sections where we'd sell like different sporting equipment, but we could also sell in sunglasses and like, no matter who you are or what you do, you can wear sunglasses. So like everybody <laughs> would go to sunglasses. So it was right. a good place to sit. So it's kind of like the music industry. Yes, it's daunting. There are more, um, there are more people doing it and more people making good stuff, but there's also more people listening and more people looking for the kind yeah, of behind, behind the scenes kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot. I feel like in the music industry, from what I've seen from Tiffany, is there are a lot of people who they're um, they're using you as like the consumer. So like as the producer or the musician, you're the one giving them money so that they can do something for you. So you're right. just the consumer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So you got to find if you're like part of producing it or the consumer of a product that doesn't exist. Yeah. Which is kind of hard. Yeah. I think if someone offers you something for free, like that's when you know it's kind of legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's I, I've been trying to start to offer uh, start to offer people things for free. You know, just because like I don't want to be I don't want like money to be like the reason that I don't work with someone talented. You know, right. ever like yeah. that would just suck. Just because like you know people that have money aren't always you know aren't like always just like the most serious you know there's like people that just don't have money that are just like 
<laughs> trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. Yeah. And like you might just be missing out on some good potential right there, you know? Well, it's more of an investment when you give people things for free. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's kind of yeah, like you're, in, you back, you're yeah. investing in them right? Um, because you think they're good instead of just grabbing the quick cash and yeah. running. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of how I see it. But um, how is being doing online school? Do you miss going to like a campus? Kind of, yeah. I, I miss going to a campus, I'd say. Um, like, I think I learn a lot still, you know? And yeah. it's like very valuable. But it's also, it's a lot harder to motivate myself when it's like I can't see anyone else doing it. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's very true. Like when I'm just by myself, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So uh, what have you learned about like yourself taking online classes that you didn't know like before because it's kind of a new thing because we didn't really have online classes Mm -hmm. i've never taken an online class before covid so it like really kind of was really different i didn't want to do it at all because i didn't think i could motivate myself but right (laughs) i i figured it out pretty quick but I mean, what I learned is like, I'm not going to get on a schedule unless someone forces me to be on a schedule, you know? And like, man, maybe it's just because like how my mind works, man, this is so hard for me to like be like, oh, 8am or like 9am is going to be like when I work on school every day, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just can't do that. (laughs) Or maybe uh, maybe I can and I'm just like telling myself I can't, but man, like, yeah, I struggle with that. (laughs) Well, it's... It's really hard because like, I, I could like if yeah. I, I have like I'll have like a bunch of free time, and like knowing that messes with my mind, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about online classes is they are like, oh, this is all done due by the end of the semester. Exactly. Not yeah, like in a too, couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. So like then you're like, oh, I don't have to work on this till like a month before <laughs> right. school's done, and then you're like, oh shit, because yeah. all your classes are the same way. Mm-hmm. So. That's kind of what I saw myself doing is I had one online class this last semester and it was brutal because they didn't like (laughs) she sent I didn't do anything for this class until like midterm. And then she sent me like, oh, here's the drop date. And I was like, can I just turn everything in? And she's like, yeah. So I just turned everything in. And then I ended up getting like an A in this class. But I didn't I only did stuff twice. I did stuff right before midterm and right before the final. And that was it. It was wild. It was really (laughs) weird. But I mean, I did not like BH hardly at all. It was rough. Yeah, I bet. It was just like the social scene was just not there. It was partially due to COVID. I'm not giving it um, an honest review. I'm not saying like don't go to BH. But it's like for me coming in as a transfer student and not living on campus, it was really hard to meet people. So. Gotcha. Which I'm sure you've found as well being like (laughs) from home. Yeah. I the thing is I think like a lot of people that on there on like Berkeley online are like hungry to meet people you know what I'm saying oh, like right. you hit them up they'll be like oh yeah man like that's cool so like yeah it's like not so bad because I think everyone in the music industry is just constantly looking for more connections because yeah. like you never know which one's gonna be important later you that's know very so true. it's just like if you're just constantly reaching out to people, it's like not a bad thing. It doesn't really matter who they yeah. are right now because you're exactly. hoping that there's somebody 10 years down the line. Right. So, yeah. What, what I think we should talk about, since we're talking about college, I think we should talk about like, do you think that college is important? Um, for, I mean, for some people. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Because, like, tuition's gotten so expensive. It's, it's insane, yeah. College, 
Yeah, I, man, I just, I feel like there's a lot of things, like, people just, I mean, this is so dumb coming from, like, person who's pursuing music, but, like, <laughs> there's a lot of things that people don't need to be, like, pursuing, probably, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it's just hard, I, it would just, I would just be hard to find, like, a job in, like, certain things, I think. I think that most of the time, it's, like, in this day and age, it's hard to see a career after um, college because I've seen so many of my friends go get their college degree, graduate, get out, not be able to find a job in their field and end up working basically the job that they were working in college. Exactly. So it's yeah. like so hard for people to find jobs. And then every job that has a bachelor's degree or whatever, you're also required four years of experience. Well, how do you get four years of experience? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like so backwards. And then every job that like you think you're going to get out of college you end up getting only if you get like a master's degree or a phd right and at that point like you're so invested in school you're not going to pay off your debt so it's like unless you're trying to be like a doctor or something really like this is how you have to get there like this is the track it's really hard to see how it's that beneficial right from like just working those four years that you'd be in college yeah at the company is it just because, like, there's such a shortage of, like, those kind of, like, upper mid-paying jobs, you know? Yeah. Or, like, I guess even just mid-paying jobs. Like, like is there just, like, a short... Like, I, I have no idea, actually, how this works, but, like, you know. Yeah. I feel like everyone that has, like, a bachelor's degree, like, would have been able to get a job, like, a decent good paying job in like the 19 like 70s or whatever yeah i don't know because it's so saturated with bachelor's degrees now right that's <laughs> oh, the problem oh, because everyone has a bachelor's because degree. everyone has a bachelor's degree because yeah. everyone goes to college gets a bachelor's degree thinks that they're gonna make <laughs> money and then it's just like th that's not how it's been working right but i've been really encouraged by the amount of people that have found like social media jobs or work for themselves somehow in um the new internet space because it doesn't matter if you have a degree or not mm -hmm. and there's just so many people that are just figure it out and make it or they're in the background or they're the manager for somebody right which is just matter like it's just kind of like who your friends are at some point yeah yeah it's true and also it's like i think before when you needed to start a business like the overhead is so much yeah you know, versus if you have something on, like that's just on the internet like you know the distribution's just like free <laughs> uh, oh okay oh damn no we're chilling i just okay. record again cool okay we're back is this one still on cool <laughs> cool yeah well Wait, what were we saying uh, when did that happen what when did the camera go off oh i watched it so it, oh, okay. it was only off for like 10 seconds yeah but yeah no these cameras only last about 20 minutes a pop so gotcha um, I don't know about this one, but the red light stays on, so we're going to go with it. Cool. But yeah, I just got a bunch of new equipment, so we're trying it out. But uh, yeah. Um, oh, what were we talking in about? recent news. Okay. <laughs> um, the new scandal about um, who's the runner that got, who's not able to go to the Olympics because she tested positive for weed. You know what I'm talking about? I have, no, I have not heard this, oh, but tell me, me about it. Let me pull this up. Give me a second. Yeah, we should just talk about random shit. I don't like talking about myself. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're moving on to random shit. We just have Sick. to give some backstory on, on who we're talking to. So, where is it? I think I... Yeah, here it is. 
Okay. So, would you mind handing Shikari's, me my agua right there, bud? Yeah. Shakari basically <laughs> tested positive for for marijuana um, before Who? qualifying for uh, the hundred meter dash, which she was supposed to dominate in, and she said she was taking it for like just because she was like stressed out and whatnot. Gotcha. Um, but she lives in like California. It's a hundred percent like legal there, obviously. But due to the, um, I, I don't know if she didn't expect to be tested or what the rules were on that. But I assume since it was legal where she was one trying out and two or like qualifying and then also where she lived, she was like, oh, like it's not going to be a big deal, whatever. But they told her that she can't go to the Olympics because she tested positive Dang. during qualifying. Man, it, well, I mean, that's what you get for, you know, taking the biggest performance enhancing drug there is. Marijuana. I know. <laughs> yeah, you know? I know. That's what uh, everyone's saying. They're like, <laughs> I can't believe that she was yeah. like, she's not allowed to go on this non-performance enhancing drug. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, why that's didn't, so dumb. now that it's public, I don't think there's any way that she's going to go. But if they kept it private and were like, hey, like you tested positive, but it's okay here like you should just go and uh test negative in tokyo gotcha because if you test positive there then it would be a problem but if you test positive here it's not really a problem so, but since it became this big ordeal there's no way she's going it's too public now Dang. that's crazy but yeah like it's weird right now because it's like we're all transitioning to like right non-prohibition not prohibition for yeah. marijuana anymore yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is wild so it's like things like this happen all the time and then there's like with the olympics coming up i've just heard a lot of a lot of interesting things and then also like what do you think about the um the college athletes being able to take sponsorships good honestly or like they should just pay them just have the college pay them i don't know well, like both because it's like oh they're allowed to like, get paid by the college now n- well paid by the college is scholarship is scholarships oh okay so but in the past if like oh, wait, did say, you say scholarships or sponsorships sponsorships okay oh so okay gotcha yeah, so yeah. now i mean okay i'm just saying getting paid by the college like our scholarships are not getting paid by the college or like that's not what i would that, consider getting paid by the college just because like yeah you get like free education that the football player like i mean like if they go pro like they're not gonna want i don't know yeah <laughs> I, I think they're worth way more than just the education. Yeah, they because they bring in so much money for the college. Yeah, they bring in way more money. It's about time, honestly. Because I saw this this Barstool Sports Minuteman. Um, like, he does these things uncontroversial, like these talks uncontroversial things that come out in, like, sports and whatnot. But um, he was talking about how, like, th- they're worth more than the scholarship that they're given. So why would we just limit them at the scholarship they were given? If they get sponsorships from Nike or from Adidas and they get signed or like they, the only stipulation that they say is that if your team is like sponsored by Adidas or whatever, because college teams will have like those sponsorships by companies because they can do that. Then you can't wear like the, a different company on the field. Gotcha. But off the field, it doesn't matter. So you can still be like, if you're going to Wyoming, because Wyoming was Adidas um, when we were there, I think. But I had no idea. if somebody was sponsored 
by Nike, they couldn't wear Nike when they were playing, but if they were off the field and just like warming up or, um, or, uh, just out in public and just wore some Nike stuff, then they could get paid for that. That's so sick. it's like, that's how it should be, yeah. but it hasn't been for the longest time. Cause everyone's like, well, they should just be happy. They got a scholarship. Yeah. That's so dumb. Like, honestly, like colleges for the most part are just sports teams with like a little education on the side. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, or at least like the D1 schools. Yeah. Like, I think like they probably care more, like way more about like the actual like football than they do like about the college. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has nothing to do with like, they're going to school because that's your path to being a professional. Yeah. Nobody goes pro without going co- to college first, unless you're like Kobe or somebody crazy. Right. <laughs> but it's like, it just, they should be, if they're worth more than the college is giving them, they should be able to make more money. It's just how everybody works. Right. Like if you're, if I was going to college and I was making money scootering, why would the college be like, oh, you can't take that money because you're already getting a scholarship. Right. Yeah. No, it's so dumb. It's just like, since they're in school sports and it's sanctioned by the school, they were saying that they couldn't get it, which was dumb in the first place. So I'm glad that that got changed. Yeah. Yeah, man. Do you have any more to add? I mean, people just getting exploited for the la- their labor. Cas- classic capitalism right there. <laughs> classic. Classic capitalism. capitalism. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> well, um, big news around here. Uh, Christy Nome is trying to uh, get us fireworks. What do you think about this? fireworks you know oh right yes no i've heard this okay yeah that is the (laughs) dumbest shit i've seen in so long like i mean this is kind of like classic christiano but like just creating a problem where there was no problem is everyone's like oh yeah of course we have to be safe you know and not set the black hills on fire you know yeah (laughs) because it's like super dry but uh you know i feel like she just like had to like get in there somehow i don't know why it's just so dumb i don't know like, do you think, I, I think she has bigger plans. Like she's trying oh, to get news time. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's the worst. I, I hate her with a burning passion. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I could see her like trying to run for president or something just cause like, I feel like she's like really tried to like grab the Donald Trump crowd, you know? Yep. Cause like over the pandemic, she's definitely been kind of like, I mean, she's been put on way more of a spotlight than like ever before just because of the rally yeah just because the rally just because like her whole like no mask thing you know yeah she was like oh i will let my (laughs) the the little nos x you know thing yeah (laughs) so yeah no it's like some of the some of the stuff i i'm gonna say it some of the stuff i don't disagree with but at the same time the way she went about it was so bad like which stuff like all like the COVID stuff, like letting people and businesses decide if they want to let people in with masks or not in this area is okay, I guess. But like at the same time, like the way she went about it and like fought everything about it, like she should have just done what everybody else did. Yeah. She no. was like, no. <laughs> She's like, yeah. no, take some hydroxychloroquine and call it a day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole hydroxychloroquine. Thing. We have a ton of that in the state. Just sitting. Really? Yep. Just chilling. Huh. And like a, Did we like hoard it or something? Yeah, I think so. Nice. Because, you know, since Trump said that it cured. COVID, oh, right. Yeah, we I just, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Christy Noem, you know, just, just sucks his dick. So It doesn't like, actually do anything, right? Like, is that like, that? I feel like that's what I've heard. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but Damn it, water, by the way. 
Oh, yeah. Gracias. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know, man. Do you think that Trump 2024 is going to happen? Because I'm terrified it will. You know, honestly, I'm going to say it. I'm going to get a lot of, I'm going to get a lot of, you know, hate for this. Actually, like, I'm not sure. No one's going to hate on me for this. But, like, I miss the dude. Right? I, like, hate him. You know, I think he was, like, one of the worst presidents in the past, like, a while, you know? But, like... uh, Politics have been really boring lately. Politics have been very boring. I miss his dumpy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, let's just make Donald Trump president, and then we'll have, like, a prime minister that's, Mm -hmm. like actually does things and he just like stands out there and goes sure. and golfs and yeah. gets pictures taken <laughs> and then he can go to yeah. that church through he can go through the rally to the church and take a picture of the bible right i feel like every president from now on is just going to be terrified to play golf now <laughs> you know yeah. after like everyone just hating on him for playing golf so much everyone's gonna be like i'm never playing uh, golf while i'm in the office <laughs> yeah, i can't play golf in office it's yeah. impossible yeah man so funny yeah, I, uh, I, uh, as entertaining as it would be, I would not want to see Trump back. That'd be terrifying. No, but I, I after, because we, a lot of us voted Biden in to get rid of Trump, not to vote for Biden. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, no, that's probably true. <laughs> so I don't know if a lot of us are going to want to vote him a second term as well. So we'll see what happens. Because, yeah, know. well, I mean, that's even up for debate. Like, I mean, Kamala might just take over instead. Like, you know, that's might, true. Might be the running the candidate for that year. Yeah. Can he do another? Yeah. Four years after this year? I don't but know. Is that how that? OK, so if if he decided not decides not to do another term and there's another election cycle, would they have Democratic primaries or would they just, you know, fast I, pass uh, Kamala? I have no idea how that works. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I have no clue. Because honestly, I, I don't like Kamala either. No, she's, and I like the, really, the thing is I had no hopes for Joe Biden, right? Like when yeah. he, like when they started, I'm like, oh, this guy is going to be another Obama. You know, he's probably going to keep drone striking. I think he did. Did he? Has he? I haven't actually checked up on I, that. Yeah, but no <laughs> anyway, but then I was like, for like up like until March, I was like, okay, this guy's actually not doing bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he passed like the stimulus bill, you know, and then he's like, you know, putting forth like the American Jobs Plan, which I'm like that thing looks pretty sick because like a bunch of green energy subsidies a yeah. bunch of infrastructure plans you know free wi-fi that'd be pretty sick yeah um but uh then he just like did a bunch of dumb stuff after like doesn't support palestine oh well, obviously i mean i guess he didn't do that before but like yeah. for some reason i thought he changed because he had like a good thing going for a little bit and then oh man what did he do he did something else dumb with uh said some really dumb things with black lives matter oh also did you see the thing where he's talking about like he's like classifying anti-capitalists as like terrorist organizations now what <laughs> right what? Well, you haven't seen this no yeah it's it's so dumb like and honestly yeah what, like, what is what organizations is he like do you know uh well antifa is one of them but like even broader he just put anti-capitalist in there and i was like really <laughs> So anyone who like doesn't support capitalism is now going to be classified as a domestic terrorist. Is that what I'm saying? What? Yeah. Well, I think he put like he put like QAnon and like Proud Boys and all those people in there yeah. too. But like lumping anti-capitalists in with those guys, you know, just because that's just like a 
economic like you know ideology uh, or whatever yeah what yeah so you dumb. can't that doesn't make any sense i know because it's like so it's like okay so we're just not at gonna what have... point what i've always thought is at what point when you're making these claims and these new like bills does it do you like think about like oh this is like freedom of like speech like this is like first amendment rights to be able to right. like express like hey we should think about these things it's like yeah no yeah you should always like have you know yeah the ability to like question things question things of course yeah yeah so that's what i thought about a lot of these these bills they've just been like even if i it's something that i don't agree with and they're still just like hey that's like illegal now it's like it shouldn't be though because that's kind of how i feel about um like when Trump is trying to like make his own like social media and own news network and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like when you take people that all have the same ideal ideologies and put them in one spot where they can't have anybody else. It's like, Hey, <laughs> that's crazy. You just end up with like terrorists. You yeah. end up with people that only think one way and they're only right. So they don't question themselves. Oh, are you saying when they wait, sorry, like the whole thing, like if you have like 4chan groups and stuff where there's like oh, a form right, right. where people talk, uh, they're all crazy, but they talk about crazy stuff and nobody tells them that it's right. crazy. Yeah. So it's just like, that's like what I feel like is going to happen if we keep like putting these limits on speech, you know? Right. They're just going to- That's what I'm afraid of. They're going to like dig deeper into their views because they feel like they're being oppressed and therefore they must be right. You yeah, know, like that's why they're being suppressed because they're correct. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what? You know what I, I've kind of thought about recently is like, at what point of being like super left or super right is like both of it kind of racism? This is uh, really random, but you know what I'm talking yeah, about? I know. I know what you mean. I've seen that idea like float around a lot through like the pandemic and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. Okay, so. I'm pretty far left. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. Especially uh, yeah. like recently. Like yeah. I've gone pretty far left. But like um and I like at the, like the beginning of like the whole like BLM protest, I was kind of like uh, like you know when you like I was like oh if you view everything through like the lens of race, like it seems like <laughs> it's also kind of racist in that way. Yeah. But I don't know. I also like what am I even trying to say? I don't know. I, it, it's hard to talk about race because, like, I feel like I'm like, we're we're two white dudes sitting. Yeah, two white talking. dudes is like, I'm like, I don't want to like say anything that's like really like too far out there, or, like dumb. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, yeah, I just think that it's like, oh, if you talk about woes, this race because all these bad things are like happening and putting the spotlight on them constantly, is that like bringing is that perpetuating attention? It? Yeah, is that perpetuating? Because you're always bringing attention to it. Like, do people think? But like, are at you what asking extent? Because like, I think it should be like, it should be seen and it should be talked about. But you shouldn't always like be talking about it just because that the the said race is being like had something happen. So you have to like talk about it because they're that race. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Yeah. People like pick stories because they know that they'll get like news coverage because. There's race the, involved? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, that definitely happened, like, during, like, the riots this summer. Like, there yeah. were, like, people on the right, like, you know, showing, like, 
um, you know, protesters like beating up cops or like, you know, like killing some dude. Yeah. And then like all you saw on like MSNBC was like the opposite, you know, like black people getting beaten and stuff. And so it like seems like there's like some kind of equivalency. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I think that like the left is like so adamant about like constantly talking about race is because I, I think I mean, personally, I think like most of like brutality or like most of like um i don't don't even know what to say yeah (laughs) but like like i'd say black people still definitely have way more problems than white people obviously you know (laughs) i i'd agree i was uh i was actually talking this this moving from race to um like the like wage gap stuff it's like yeah i was talking Oh, are you talking about between men and women? Yes, that's oh, gotcha. that's what I'm I'm moving to, like segueing to currently. But <laughs> I didn't realize that it was so still like such a big thing. Like, yeah, I was like, talking to one of my friends. On dollar or whatever, or like I don't like know that. what it is, but I know that I was talking to one of my friends, and her mom makes like two thirds of what a male in her same profession is really? making. Really? Yeah, in the medical field. Dang. Which is crazy. To yeah, me. that's really dumb. Yeah, like, I've uh, like I don't understand the the whole like paying people different things. Period. Like <laughs> if you're giving them this job, pay them the same as everybody else. If they do the else. job well, or yeah, 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 that's so dumb. If they do the job, pay them the job. It shouldn't. You should. Right. You should honestly. Here's what I've see heard. a number. Here's what like, I've heard. Uh, and I I don't know if I agree with this, but what I've seen is like people say like, uh men have like higher trait disagreeableness or whatever yeah you know and so like they're more likely to ask for raises you know i think this camera died oh dang (laughs) and there's like can i still talk or yeah keep talking (laughs) we're just gonna okay we're just gonna have that shot yeah, we're just going to okay. have that shot, and I'll be over here changing cool. the background. <laughs> yeah, the so what I've heard is, like, there's, like, um, yeah, men are more likely to ask for raises than women are, and there's, like, other things that, like, men are more likely to do, you know? Or, I guess, but for the same job, it, like, I don't think that discrepancy is accounted for by those things. Like, I think there is probably still some sexism going on in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, Especially sure. since, like, I think men have, like, the majority of, like, CEO and, like, higher-up positions in which America. Which is changing a lot yeah. recently, which is good. Yeah. I think it's moving in the right direction. Because there are a lot of things that women do a lot better than I do. Yeah, yeah. you think so? Oh, I, I totally believe so. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're just, like, their brains are set up better to, like, multitask with things and stuff like that. True. And uh, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. The way I have, I've always seen it, you know, is like, you know, there might be differences between like men and women, but like in the end, we're like all people and we well, all have like our certain skill sets. Yeah. And like, you can be a woman and like, you know, have like a trait that usually like a man would have like genetically, let's say, you yeah. know, like you can have like, and so like all that, like all that generalization just doesn't matter to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I still like should be, you know, treated the same. Cause like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. Let me make sure it's still recording.
Oh yeah, we still oh, got it. Oh, we're still going. Sick. Yeah. But that for sure it kind of makes me think the same way this is I don't want to get off this soft topic again, but it makes <laughs> me think about like standardized testing and the way that they're like putting everybody in a box as right. far as like Right. Some people don't learn taking tests. No, that's true. It's like some people they can't show like what they're they know based on a test. Yeah. Or like saying that everybody should be learning this way because it's the best way for people to learn. We're humans. We're not we're not computer programs. Yeah. Our brain synapses don't work the same way as everybody else. So it's like, why do we we know this to be true. Why are we still teaching like we don't? True. So I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of problems. People get involved and <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of weird things in the world, but no, I, I, but it's yeah, it is kind of sad how like I feel like we're we are treated, or at least I yeah, we're a lot of us are treated like as like the same kind of like thing. I mean, we're all humans, but like I, we're we're often like treated as like a whole and not like as individuals, you know? Yeah. Um. So that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very true. Which is yeah, I guess because there's a lot of us because the numbers, man. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot I mean, of you can't out there. You couldn't individually like cater teaching for every single person in existence. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think that the interesting thing that I've heard is uh, I kind of want to talk about like our generation because yeah, we're I've, a lot different than a lot of the generations before us. Facts. Which uh, is not really talked about all that much, I, I feel like. You like don't it, think so? I don't think so. I think like... Are we Zoomers? Is, we're Zoomers, We're right? Zoomers. Okay, but yeah. I feel like it's not talked about th- by us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like all Is this all like it's Gen just, Xers and like Boomers talking about us? Yes, yeah. it's Gen Xers and Boomers talking about how we function. Not us talking about how we, like, how we think. <laughs> yeah. But... I, th- I think there's like a lot of misunderstanding, like... I feel like, you know, like a boomer or like, you know, Gen X or doesn't really know what it's like growing up with the internet at all. Yeah. You know, like they think we're all like selfish because we're like taking like selfies all the time. Right. You know, yeah. or like doing stuff like that. I know that's that sounds like something like from 2016. <laughs> yeah. We're taking selfies all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I, you know, we're always like talking about ourselves and like promoting ourselves. And it's like and making it's content. not like, yeah, about it's ourselves. not like I don't think a lot of us like that. You know, no. we're just trying to like freaking survive out here. You yeah. know, we're like trying to like not be forgotten by like everyone we know, you know? Well, it's a lot about, I heard it put a really good way in somebody else's podcast. I think it was one of uh, Tanner Fox's, but they were talking and they're like, you're, per- you're like a personal brand now. Exactly. Yeah. Like Everyone's you have a personal to, brand. your social media is like your personal brand. Like people used to go out and give like their jobs, like resumes now you give your job a resume, but then they go and look at your social media. So you have to have like either a social media profile that's so basic that like they can't really put anything on you or you have to really promote yourself on that social exactly. media as a good person. Yeah. Because then they'll see that and they'll be like, oh yeah, of course I can hire this person. Or if you're, if you're like trying to get into like a friend group or like there's so many different opportunities that are given to you just by having this social media presence yeah which we understand but a lot of people who didn't grow up with the internet right they don't care about it yeah because they never had to because they they went dressed in a suit to their job interview and 
then their job was like, oh, this is a good person from first impression. There's not really much for first impressions anymore as far as mm -hmm. they will meet you for the first time and be like, oh, this person is cool. But then they'll have another first impression when they look at your socials. So. You know, maybe that's a good thing, though, because I'm pretty bad at first impressions. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So, like, maybe it is good that I can kind of curate what people have on a first glance of me. Yeah. You know? Like what people see, you know, so. But yet again, I don't really post much on, like, Instagram or anything. Yeah, which Even. is completely, like, that's okay. Like, you yeah. don't have to. But it's definitely an avenue that is going to only get more important as we get more yeah. ingrained do you, do in technology. Do you like technology. that? Um, it's one of those things where it's, like, a change thing. It's not. I'm not going to say I like it or dislike it because... You just have to go with you it. You have to. Because there's no, like... You can say you don't like it, but it's going to be there tomorrow. And it's going to be there the month after that. And it's only going to be more there. We're just yeah. turning more and more into cyborgs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, you can not like it, but you're still going to have to use it. So, you might as well, like, get good at it. That's how I think about it. Yeah. I like to think that there's still, like, an opportunity for us to, like, you know, mitigate it or whatever. But maybe not. And maybe we should just dive in full head first, you know? That's kind of how I'm thinking. I'm like, if I can make as many forms of content as possible, really, it's like that's probably going to be more beneficial than yeah. not producing content, which I think you also have to... It's so much about balance, too, because you have to have a balance between content, 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 and, like, actually enjoying your life instead of just showing people that... No, or convincing other people that you enjoy your life. Right. Yeah. Which I feel like stems a lot of depression. And there's like a lot of depression in our yeah, what do you What do you think is like the main root of that? Do you think it is social media? Do you think it's like as how far much as like... Like depression? Like, yeah. Like, you know, depression and anxiety, you know, have been increasing like for yeah. our generation, like way more than like, yeah, you know, previous generations. Um, is that diagnosis is that social media is that like income inequality i have no idea well <laughs> um i think diagnosis has become a big more of a big part of it mm -hmm. but if you look back in like previous generations there's never been as many depression and anxiety induced problems in society like we have a lot more suicide a lot more like yeah of okay, these like not like school shootings were never a thing until like the 1990s. It felt like yeah, like they they just didn't happen. And these are all things that are induced. Yes, by social media is a big part of it because people feel like, especially early on when uh, social media started being a thing, they're like, oh, I'm anonymous on the internet. I can just bully people. Basically, I can make myself feel good and just like um, go on there and then people were also taking it super serious. So they were like getting bullied on the internet and they're like acting like they one mean it and two, like it matters. So that was a big stem of that. And it's only gotten worse because people, I think there's a big problem in our generation. Nobody knows what to do and they don't know what their next step is and they don't know who they want to be or who they're going to be. And they just don't feel like they have a path that is successful, especially back even before COVID, because before COVID, everything was good. People had what they wanted. Nobody like had purpose. People were having such a hard time finding purpose because they just couldn't like, 
they didn't feel like they needed to do anything because there was nothing to work for. Right. Like if you're, it's, it's easier if like you have somebody depending on you to make money or somebody depending on you to do this. But if you're, if you're a teenager sitting at home, you're just looking at your phone, waiting for Instagram likes. And if you don't get them, you're like sad, whatever. Um, it's like, that's not really a, people want purpose. That's not really a purposeful existence. So that's where a lot of depression came from. That's where, when, when I like, I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I, I understand where people can get it from. And I was like, not knowing where, where I was going with my life. I didn't like my major, like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of that came from just, I didn't know what I was doing after like, cause I, I went into college thinking I was going to do engineering. Right. So after I changed majors, I was like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. So that was really, it was really hard to go from there. And I feel like, um, people coming out of high school without like a plan, depression like really sets in. Cause they're like, I don't know what to do. So it's just like, they don't feel like they have a purpose. And if yeah. you don't feel like you have a purpose, why, why live? Yeah. That's definitely how I felt coming out of high school. I was like, yeah. dang, I've, I've talked cool. to so many people who are in high school right now that are having the same problems Yeah, or just graduated. Oh, is that happening again? Oh. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, man. So many people are depressed. It's like weird, man. Like even I If you are like if a, you are depressed, it is okay. It is normal. Probably you, your friend, and your everybody yeah. else is yeah. depressed too. <laughs> and your dog. So, yeah, and your dog. <laughs> but like just like isn't that terrifying that like <laughs> like you can kind know. of assume that people are depressed. You can assume someone is depressed. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's sad. That's so sad. <laughs> it <laughs> but, is. You know? I think, like... It's I, a lot of social, like, mindset things yeah. that I've noticed trying to figure out how to not be depressed. Yes. Um, one, I, I think... I think you're good at that. You I, know, not giving a fuck. Like, I feel like you have that down more than I've anyone been, I know. Well, because I've been working on it for years. Right. It was hard in, like, middle school. Cause right. like in middle school, I kind of dressed however I wanted to, mm-hmm. like I wore, I didn't wear anything crazy. I wore like a button down shirt, but with like a shirt inside of it, like a t-shirt and then just like some nice jeans. Like I just dressed nicer than most kids. So right. like naturally because I dressed <laughs> People nice. People hated on you. It's like. <laughs> no, everybody was just like assumed I was gay. Oh, gotcha. So, that's so that, I, dude, that's what happened to me in like sixth grade, bro. I, I was wearing ties to school. But I feel like everybody like, in middle school or high school at one point, somebody's like, yeah, you're gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, yeah, it was probably like three people like thought yeah. I was gay. And then like, and then someone told me and I was like, oh no, everybody, everybody <laughs> thinks I'm gay, you know? Yeah. And so like, yeah. Then it's been grayscale normcore ever since. No, there was this one time in middle school. The only the only time that really like affected me because people were like, oh, so and so thinks you're gay. I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Like that's fine. <laughs> like they can think that it doesn't affect me. But there was there was one time in middle school. Was, you had that resolve with like you had that mindset like six, seventh grade. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Because I, I <laughs> twelfth twelve year old me was stressing, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dang, these people gonna think I'm gay. <laughs> like I was freaking out, and I mean. Dude, I had this whole, Not, it was like ninth grade or something. I had this whole internal dilemma because I was like, I was like, if, if I'm taking, people say I'm gay, but like, if I'm taking that as an insult, is that an exactly, insult to yeah, gay yeah, people? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, I don't yeah. hate gay people. I'm just not gay. Like I know. Well, I mean, you're like, yeah, you're like 14. <laughs> you're like, you know, of course you're like everything in like culture up until that point had been like 
don't be gay. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, like, exactly. like everyone was like, yeah. It's like such a negative e- like, thing for e- yeah, whatever reason. Everyone was just calling each other gay as like, you know, as something mean, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like using the F word. Yeah. Oh man, weird times. Funny how things have changed in the last right? like, 10 years. It's, you never thought you'd be calling it the F word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, exactly. Back in middle school. Right. Yeah, no, but um, a lot when it comes to like happiness and finding your place, dude, just like, I would say just like, don't give a fuck, but like. That's really not easy to do. Um, you seem to got it, get it down. <laughs> well, it, it it's less about that and more about confidence. Because it's more just about like... True, I'm lacking in a lot of that. Well, it has to do with who your friends are. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Because if your friends are like, oh, like he does whatever he wants, but that's rad and like whatever, then you know that at least somebody isn't going to hate on you for what you're doing. True. So if people that you don't know are like oh you you look dumb like why are you dressing like that like that's that's gay or whatever right so it's like you you don't have to care because like you're not alienated too much because you still have like your friends um because the biggest part and why people are afraid to kind of do whatever they want is that they're afraid that other people are going to alienate them and that they're not mm-hmm. going to have any friends. That's like what it comes down to. Cause it's like, if you aren't like valued or like cared for by somebody, like you just feel so alone. So that's where like th- right. that fear comes from. And you'll basically do anything just to fit in again. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but it's crazy how much like for a little while it'll be hard and people will be like, mm-hmm. Oh, like they're different, like whatever. But after a while, the people just start accepting that that's who you are. And it's just, it's easier from there. Yeah. And if you kind of like lead yourself on and meet people with that idea, then they're, they're going to just like be like, oh, cool. Like they p- Other people don't care as much about you as you care about you. Oh yeah. No one, no one cares as much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause I say the same thing about Instagram posts. It's like people are so worried about like how good their Instagram posts are, or what they're posting on Instagram. Like if you don't like it, don't post it. Cause nobody's going to watch it as much as you do. <laughs> true. Like true. nobody's going to look at your Instagram content as yeah. much as you do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you have, if you have a cringe post, like people are, you're going to like see it for like, are you going to think you're going to think about it way more than anyone else than anybody ever. else? Cause they're just going to look at it and be like, Oh, that's cringe and swipe up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're just not going to like it. And not going to comment but even on that, it. even that like little bit of like someone be like, Oh, that's kind of cringe. And then scrolling <laughs> up, that would like cut me to my core. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, no, but as far as not being depressed, it's hard because my biggest thing for me, just like working away from that is just start doing something. Yeah, for real. Just, I was thinking about doing this Outlook thing for like, I had the name like Outlook something. I I knew it wanted, I wanted it to be Outlook. I didn't know what passed there, but um, I was like, oh, I want to start this podcast. I want to do this. And then right. I went on a Salt Lake City trip and talked to Cody Jackson, who's, he is a like really like influential person to me. Like he just like is always stoked on everything. So oh, like yeah. he doesn't really care and he just wants to progress in whatever he does. So people like that, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to start it and see where it goes. Cause like the worst thing that's going to happen is I'm not going to get any followers and nobody's going to listen to these. <laughs> True. And then I just try something else. Like it's the whole like Gary V just like kind of do something, just do it. Content. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Just make something. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, if you're thinking about doing something, stop thinking about it and just do it. Like what, what are you wasting your time? Well, you're sitting at home on your phone exactly. doing nothing, being yeah. depressed. Yeah. Just start doing something. Yeah. It'll make you less depressed. It'll give you something to work for. 
if I consumed or sorry, if I created like a fraction of what I consume, <laughs> right? I'd have so much content, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'd just like yeah, I'd have multiple albums out, you know? Like if I grind if I like spent you know, maybe like a quarter of the time I do consuming like media from the internet on like creating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I'd have, I'd have so much shit. Well, if you think about it, it's like, and it's way more fun to create than it is to consume. Like, like while you're doing it, it's more fun after you do it. It's way more rewarding. Like, I don't know what I'm doing going on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I, I mean, if I you're guess. on your phone an hour a night, on TikTok or whatever, or 30 minutes or whatever. Just imagine if you spent 30 minutes every night learning guitar or learning piano. True. Yep. You'd be and then you can make so a good. And then you can make a TikTok, how you learned guitar and piano. Exactly. Put them together, make a video. People love that shit. Exactly. And it takes you five minutes to make a video instead yeah. of two hours watching videos that you don't care about. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, media's weird, man, and so is like just society and yeah, our minds. Right. I've been so interested in mind like how the brain works. Right. Recently, it's like crazy cuz like so much power is just like in your head. This is like some weird like me stuff, but it's like let's hear it. You kind of think like your brain is just perceiving everything around you and putting it in a picture like in your mind. So like everything's uh -huh. in yeah. your head, yeah. literally everything that you've ever done or ever yeah. seen or ever think about it's, it's yes. in your head. It's yeah. nowhere else. Yeah. So like you're, you're in complete control of how you view the world. Cause my positive, like how I think there's a good, like a positive outlook and a negative outlook on everything. Right. Okay. So no matter what happens, people nowadays tend to think on the negative cause they don't like change or they don't like whatever but it's like i think we're just wired to be that way we know? are wired to be that way but if you can break out of that you're going to be a lot happier yeah that's what that's what i've noticed because it's like i can look at something and be like oh this person rejected me or this person like doesn't want to work with me or doesn't want to talk to me or or covid happened and it ruined everything um but it also presented you opportunities that you wouldn't have gotten if you wouldn't have had those things happen yeah so it's like Oh, I can sit here and be like, oh, I like, I haven't had a girlfriend in two and a half years or whatever. And like, I'm lonely and blah, blah, blah. But if I would have had a girlfriend, I would have had way less time to work on my projects. And I have, wouldn't have had these opportunities scootering. And I probably wouldn't be going to these schools that I'm going to. And there'd be a lot of other things that I'd be focused on, which wouldn't be a bad thing because that would be what I'd be focused on then. But like, what has happened to me is a direct result of everything that's happened prior. Exactly. Yeah. True. Facts. So like you wouldn't have what you have now if it wouldn't, if you didn't come from where you came from, which is like, it's hard to think that way sometimes. Cause you're like, Oh, like my life would be so much better if what something else happened. Well, it didn't. So why would you <laughs> exactly, think that way? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there, all right. So, I mean, this is getting into like some free will stuff, but like there's only one path like technically. Yeah, there is, <laughs> you know, like your decisions you were, like you were always going to make the decision you made. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your brain was always going to make like that weird path it made to make that decision, right? Yeah. <laughs> like and it was just based on everything that happened before. And then every decision after that is based on that. You know what I mean? But I I agree with that, 
Right. But you can also, like, you have control of how your brain thinks. Yeah, but that's only, you only have control over how your brain thinks if you decided, or if, like, if, if you like, decided to think that way. <laughs> right. But this even is, that, this even is, that decision wasn't your choice. Well, you're thinking from the end. That's like the end re- coming towards the end instead of the beginning going towards the end. Right. In the beginning, it seems like you're like making, you're these, making this yeah. choice. But like, if you come back, like that's, there is only one choice. But this is, <laughs> this is very much to me, um, glass half full, glass half empty thinking. I, it's like I don't you, think it's a negative thing though that there's only one path. I think it means you can make your decisions and then chill out because it's like, yes, this is just the path. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But I feel like if you think that everything's going to, it's going to happen this way no matter what I do, no, you're no. going to be less likely to do that. Like, or are you saying like. I don't think so because like you can. Okay, so here's how I think of it like my life is going to end up how it ends up, right? Yeah. And I can decide right now to like improve myself or like do something good with my life. Yeah. But that decision was always going to happen and I was always going to follow that decision. Right. <laughs> so like the path is there. I just don't know where it is yet. Right. But I'm not going to like make that an excuse to like not do something because like you, you know? yeah i know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah like have you like, seen... if i have a good life that means it was always going to happen but like it it feels like i'm making the decision to go that way yeah how i think about it is it's very similar but have you ever seen lightning in slow motion like yes. a lightning stri- strike in slow up. motion where it has like all those right. different phalanges going down oh, okay, and then yeah, one yeah. connects and then that's the path yes. that's kind of how i think about it because, like, you, you could make all these different decisions and they'd lead to these different places. But at the end, you're only going to make this one. Yeah. You can, you can only exactly, make this that's one. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So, it's just, I feel like giving that opportunity, it's, like, that you can make these other choices makes you more prone to make a healthier choice for you in the moment. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it, it for, like, the average person, I think yeah. it's generally healthier to believe in free will yeah i think so too (laughs) but an intellectual like myself (laughs) (laughs) the path the path of the intellectual (laughs) knowing my path is determined does not deter me (laughs) (laughs) from making the right choices yeah exactly okay well this has gone on long enough and i have one question i don't know just don't worry about it but um I have one question. Hours and fourteen minutes. I have one question that I usually ask people. Okay. Before, like, just everybody generally, um, what is like your meaning of life and why? See, this is gonna be like the sad answer, but I don't think there is a meaning of life. Have you gotten that yet? I have not gotten that. Okay. Let's hear yeah, more. I don't think there's a meaning of life. I think we're just plopped here, and then you do what you make of it. What do I make of it? I'm just trying to have a good time before I leave this consciousness that I'm in right now. There you go. I, yeah. And I'm that sure is you've a heard very that. Intellectual. Actually, no, most people have like their specific like answer to that. So, right. Um, which is more usually based on um, what they do or because I, I, I have a lot of action sports athletes, obviously. So they're always like, just go out, have fun. Like, you'll get where you end up just like enjoy what you're doing and do what you love and you'll 
That's usually kind of the answer I expect from a lot of people that I interview. I've gotten a lot of different things and people take that question different directions. Gotcha. So yeah, I kind of am curious on how people open question. Yeah, yeah. It's how people interpret the question. It's yeah. like an easy question, but people can take it a thousand <laughs> different directions. Yeah. I thought so. you meant like just very literally. And I'm like, yeah, like there technically isn't, but yeah. <laughs> well, that you're just a literally thinking person. So that you're yeah. just going to take it true, that way. True. So that's, that's kind of how I was thinking, but I'm just going to end this up here. Thank you guys for listening to the Outlook Industries podcast. Um, Griffin, where can we follow you? You can't. Don't follow me. Okay. Leave don't me follow Griffin. I'm going to go back to my cave. No, actually, uh, Griffin at Griffin Y on Instagram. That's G R I F F I N W H I. Yeah. So sweet. And what's your SoundCloud? Oh, my SoundCloud. What is my SoundCloud? Oh my God. Just look up Griff, Griff and then Rapid City. Just type in Rapid City after that. I'll probably come up. Yeah, that's that's how you gotta do it. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a great rest of your night morning, evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Um, If you've made it all the way through this podcast, thank you so much. And uh, please hit the like button, hit the subscribe. uh, If you're listening on YouTube, if you're listening on Apple Music, I would love it if you gave me five stars. That would mean the world. And I will see you guys in the next one.